0: You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. Welcome to the Love Seats Comedy Podcast. I am your host, Darcy Silver, and this podcast, we're going to make me funny. That's right, we're going to explore the world of comedy in an attempt for me to get on stage to perform my first stand up comedy set. UNLV and the Board of Regents are not associated with this podcast in any way, and the material may not be appropriate for all audiences. Listen at your own discretion and enjoy the show. Las Vegas, can you believe it? I am here, I did it, security, you can stand down now, Simma down now, I'm not getting dragged off again, I'm supposed to be here, yep, my goal is to kill you with laughter, <laughs> that's how you know you're funny, right, not a giggle, or a chuckle, or an LOL, R-F-O-L, it's an RIP, mic drop. Right, that success as a comedian. Am I right? Making sure you kill them with laughter. So I know what you're all thinking. Let's address the elephant in the room. I know that you're wondering it. I can tell, and it is true. My name is Darcy. That's right, Mister Darcy are my pronouns. You can call me that, and that's because I'm Canadian. Canadian to me is like a fairy tale land where there are lots of big, burly men named Darcy. Then, at five, I moved to America, the land of big dreams, flashy hotels, and a plethora of girls named Darcy. Holy shoot, did I get the short end of the stick there, right? Kids in America are mean. You know, got bullied all the time. They started calling me Darcy. My Auntie Tannis calls me from Winnipeg, Canada, and asks, how's America, my little Darcy doodle? I can tell People are mean, and then I said, hey, she's making fun of me too. You're doing it. I guess Canadians aren't so nice after all. Uh, And that's why I identify as Mr. Darcy, to make sure that's clear to people. And that's when I realized, really, I I needed some therapy. So I identify as a a Mr., a Sir, a Yo., a Dude, a Bro, Homie. Anything but late for dinner, right? Uh, My therapist wasn't very helpful with the name challenge, though. But he did diagnose me with ADD. I was fat, so clearly not ADHD. Otherwise, you know, I can get I could you know get out and lose some weight, but I wasn't that lucky. Uh exercising and, you know, I ended up, you know, playing video games, which, you know, ends up being, you know, a huge new market emerging of esports, right? It could have been a pro esports player. Uh, that, that didn't work out so well. Uh, so, you know, what's the, the next sport to think about, right? Maybe it's exercise, right? Because if you really want to enjoy, you know, how to create something new and give it a shot, you know, creating something that goes out beyond, you know, where you're normally experiencing it. So another doctor said, I have a man body and a woman head. They said that there's the separation that exists between your body and your mind. And some people have male bodies and male heads. Some people have women bodies and women heads. Uh, Some people are screwed up, I guess. And they identify in different ways, right? So they, they describe me of having this man body, right, obviously, right, and a woman head. And so as I've taken several personality tests, you know, I've been basically, uh, described as this like realistic profession, uh, perfectionist, uh, with narcissistic tendencies. And so as I create different things in this world and I see those tendencies coming in and how I behave with it, you know, it's pretty shocking, but then I look at other people, right. And I see, are there these other variations that exist because I, I'm probably not the only one, Right. Uh, Like, you know, Justin Bieber, right? He's got a a white body and a black head. Uh, Or President Obama, who has a black body and a white head. Or Adam Sandler, who has a Jewish body and an egg head. President Trump, who has a fried chicken body and a penis head. Uh Uh-oh. So I am Jewish, and I have been circumcised. And it is so small that they needed to circumcise it again. And they ended up, the doctor said, You can't do that. It doesn't work that way. And you have to put it back. And so he ended up creating a toupee for the head. And to show great enthusiasm, he would go out every week and he would create different styles. So one style for the Friday party animal, another style for for the weekend. And the doc was like, "What, what, what are you doing? You know, you can't do that. He said you can you can kick butt, work hard, but be sensitive to the people around you. You can't you can't do that sort of thing. Uh, or you can you know feel like a washed out actor on their period chewing up a barista at McDonald's for messing up the cafe latte, cafe latte. You know, coffee often makes people poop. Right. They go to the bathroom. You too. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Uh, nothing like that Monday morning, you know, bathroom pileup, everyone goes for it, right? Uh, for the people with, you know, these uh, sensitivities, right? Notice uh, I, I didn't say, you know, uh, what I should have there because <laughs> it is 2023. Uh, for those of us who, who choose, you know, to go to the bathroom, uh, you know, in the men's bathroom, most women don't know how gross it is and disgusting and, you know, often... Men have to pee standing up in a line, almost like a trough. Uh, Sometimes they put these little dividers in between, uh, you know, but often what happens is people get stage fright and the ability to perform becomes very challenging. And so they're looking for ways to try to distract themselves. Maybe they're on their phone. Maybe they're, uh, you know, thinking about something. Uh, The way that I learned how to do it in college was, To do a boat race. If you're not familiar, a boat race is when people are lined up drinking and whoever drinks it the fastest is the winner. And obviously, no one's doing that in the bathroom together. So you create a personal boat race, which is taking uh, the drink that you have and going to the bathroom and whoever finishes first wins. And the goal is to finish your drink first. That is the personal bathroom boat race. So Bathrooms are disgusting. Uh, often people because they're so nervous end up, you know, going into a stall to use the restroom, but they don't put the toilet seat up, right? You have the choice. Do I pee on it or not pee on it? That is the question. Do you lift up the seat or not lift up the seat? Often people don't and it becomes this dirty gross thing that the next guy has to clean up. They have these uh, gaskets which you know, you can put on to separate between, you know, so it's less gross. Growing up, I was all about those things or the toilet paper where you, you know, put little pieces one by one by one around. And then as you grow up, you just kind of care less, right? And don't, don't think about these things the same way. It doesn't bother you as much. Life is short, just whatever, right? Germs are all over the place. And so people just let it go and, you know, they pee on the seat, they sit on it, they don't care. It's just whatever, right? Uh, Men are disgusting. That's why they still separate out bathrooms. I'm waiting for the day or the culture where everyone gets in together uh, just to see what that's going to be like, because that uh, maybe changes how things are done. Uh, You know, the kids that grew up, that went to school, right? They chewed gum and they put uh, the gum underneath the desks, right? Did you ever do that? Hopefully not, right? But those kids grew up. They don't have the desks at school to sit in anymore. Somehow they thought it would be a great idea to put it in the urinal. And so people just chew gum and spit it in the urinal. They can't turn around, go to the bathroom when they wipe their hands and spit it in the garbage. You know how amazing that would be, right? But there's some, some challenge that exists with people in gum that they think it's okay that they can place it on the floor, dump it wherever, right? So if you just look down any street, You see these little black spots of gum, you know, that's caked on there for who knows how many years, right? It's just disgusting, right? So where are these people's motivation to uh, get out there and, you know, be good into society? So something to think about, right? As we continue to work on how we improve as a society, uh, you know, good hygiene, obviously, good uh, bathroom behaviors are are important. Uh, You know, I... Uh, often because I have this man head and women, I'm sorry, man body and women head. Right. I think about these, you know, grossness things that exist maybe in a different way. Right. As a man body, I I take shots, I smoke cigars and I I cry at the end of a good movie. Right. Like a walk to the walk to remember, uh, all these tear jerkers. It's, I have a sensitive side i like to host huge parties and you know be the one refilling the cocktail weenies right making sure the you know coaster is underneath the red cup uh it's uh probably a little ocd of me right but that's the the compulsion as a as a perfectionist and narcissist for everything to be in in its perfect spot and made nice uh so you know as i have uh described a little bit about myself right i am canadian Uh, I am also American, I'm a dual citizen now. Uh, I I love America, America is great. It gives so many uh, opportunities for so many people. Uh, I have ADD and so I literally wanna do everything. I am out there in every way possible, right? I'm here standing up doing comedy right now uh, because my attention span is so slow and uh, so fast. My attention span is so fast uh, that I'm already moving on to 20 other things as we're talking about this right now. And I haven't yet told you a punchline of a joke. That's because I'm already racing on to the next thing. M- Michael Jackson was a pioneer for individualism. He was the first public figure in modern time to transition. It was so obvious now as I think about it. I, I don't know how we didn't see it coming and, and accept it, Right. He went from black to white He did it right before Bruce or Caitlin, uh, you know, he he recognized, you know, what made him happy and and he went for it. And that's a great lesson as we see so many people in today's society, you know, taking that individualism and owning it and loving it in the process. And it's great that so many people are now being accepted, you know, when it was so challenging, I'm sure, for him at the time. You know, that we're reaching this new level uh, in modern society, you know, that allows for that freedom to exist uh, and be accepted and you know not discriminated against. So it's amazing to see how we're uh, evolving as a people, right, to continue to make these things happen. Uh, when I first thought I was going to try to perform stand-up comedy, I got nervous, right? the fear of public speaking, the fear of rejection. Uh, And with the ADD I have, I forgot about it. And so here I am about to go and do it again. Uh, There's people that have all these fears that disable them, right? I I imagine here there's people that if I were to say, all right, you're gonna come up on stage now, you got two minutes, go, right? Everybody instantly would start to get a little cringe in their tummy. They would start to be nervous, can, are they going to call on me or not? Right, almost like at school here, where they uh, have teachers and professors, right, and they call on you to try to give your feedback opinion. Maybe you're going to have to do a presentation, a speech in front of the class of your peers. It's it's so scary and nerve wracking. And so, how do we overcome those fears? Right, the first thing that anyone uh, you know classically has said is picture them naked. Interesting how it goes immediately into a sex thing and being naked and how that's supposed to try to help overcome your fears because every time you know that I'm naked, I'm as fearful as possible. So that's going to make it much more challenging. I don't see how that can work as a way, as a tool to uh, you know, overcome that fear. Uh, but the key takeaway that I learned actually is that you have to face those fears. So if you have a fear of uh, rejection, go out. And try to get rejected where your goal, in fact, is to be rejected. That way it's a win win. You're either going to accomplish it or you accomplish the getting rejected part of it. I imagine being in college, there's a lot of, uh, you know, new experiences to be desired. Uh, This is a place where everyone has that freedom to express themselves however they want. Right. And explore new things. But you might be shy. You know, there might be a beautiful person that you want to go ask out on a date and you don't have, you know, the confidence necessarily to do it. And, you know, time goes by and you miss out on that opportunity. How can you seize the day today and challenge yourself in a way that is going to accomplish what you need to accomplish? And can you do that in a way that is funny? Right. So thinking about pickup lines, can you pick up someone that if you are as extremely shy as possible, do so effectively, right? How would a shy person pick up a girl? And I'm going to make it easy for everyone here. So as we are together, you can see around you, maybe there's someone in this room that you find attractive and you want to go talk to, but would be shy to, we're going to start a, a new game called bump it. And, and bump it is where you have to start bumping people and, you find someone that you like and you say I'm sorry but I'm not sorry because I've been afraid to talk to you all this time and I would actually really like to go out with you do you think we could go out sometime how does next Tuesday or Wednesday look and all of a sudden either they're going to get rejected and then move on to the next person or surprise surprise it's actually going to work they're going to find that new person so when you can do so in a way that You can create a funny moment. Then all of a sudden that becomes uh, a much better experience, right? Humor creates that relationship. And if you're not funny, now is the chance to learn. We have a comedy and entertainment club here at UNLV. This is the comedy and entertainment capital of the world. So at UNLV, we've created a new program that allows you to learn comedy, to become uh, a better performer To be involved in comedy in case you are still afraid and don't want to take that leap forward, stare, step, put your toes in the water, Uh, back of house experience, set design, all the different things that go into creating comedy we're building here. And we're working together with Las Vegas uh, comedians and entertainers and properties and building together something very special uh, that you'll be able to come and see and experience. So uh, if you aren't able to, on the other side, join us and you can get tickets if you'd like to UNLV Comedy Week and support live comedy. Have a laugh. Maybe not laugh, but learn something in the process. Uh, if if I'm not funny, at least maybe you'll get a, a piece of wisdom out of it. Uh, you know, and that wisdom is important. You know, uh, I am Jewish and you know, I, I understand how there is this lifelong education process that exists. And so you have to be a lifelong learner and. You know, high school took a while, right? I'm an older guy here getting my undergraduate degree at UNLV. Uh, So it it doesn't matter how stupid you are someday. You'll learn that if you just put in the effort and keep trying no matter what, it'll click. And if you can, continue to make that even better uh, by getting engaged and doing things that help uh, make that happiness take place even even further, right? They say the difference between Meaning and happiness, meaningfulness and happiness is the giver and the getter of it, right? So your happiness is when you get, right? You're the recipient of that awesomeness. And the meaningfulness is when you're giving and you're giving back and you know that it's outside of yourself. And if we can take a moment to think, how can we do a little bit better today to create something that makes meaning? as well as happiness in our lives, then we're going to come out from the better side of it. Uh, I I wonder, you know, how many people here are, you know, part of a fraternity and a sorority and and thinking about all these different, you know, challenges and cultures and transitions, things that are happening here. I was in a fraternity way back in my prior college days. And if I were to go back into fraternity right now, I'd probably actually want to join a sorority I think you know it's much cleaner, it's much nicer, it smells great. Uh, you know, can I apply to join a sorority? At what point is this allowed? Right, where I identify as a woman. Now, you know, showers and pillow fights. Let's go. Right, every man's dream. I'm sure uh, you can imagine. Right, everyone would get involved. Uh, there goes tradition. Right. Uh, now, uh, now this uh, therapist said in, in order to basically overcome the challenges that you have you need to have sex every single day as a man it is ingrained in the being in essence to be the seed that is planted everywhere and the woman to take that seed and to nourish nurture it into growing a beautiful flower right the fruit of the labor produced much different types of experiences there uh you know and by, by doing so, you have to, you know, create opportunity to allow for failure to exist. Uh, you know, and I think I created a, a very bad joke in a lot of these different things. As you can hear right now, I am actually practicing material that I've written down and judging. Give me feedback. Judge it. Tell me, was any of this funny? Is it all garbage? Should I get back to the drawing board? Do I need to hire a writer? How can I perform my first live stand-up set, deliver it very well, have great timing, the persona, personality, and succeed? I, I need help. What do you guys think? Tell me your thoughts. Hit me up. Let me know what, what you think can be done to improve. I have lots of great opportunities for material. It's taking that punchline, creating a fun story. Right. As I see these different comedians performing a lot of these experiences that existed, you know, that are funny. Right. And just telling a great story. Uh, And I have lots of those stories. So uh, I ain't going to reveal all the material that I have for you. You're going to have to watch it live over time as we create this new comedy and entertainment club. Maybe you're wanting to perform. You have some great material you want to create. Work on it together. Join me. Join our team as we build together uh, different comedy and entertainment experiences at UNLV. We have a lot of amazing opportunities in this community. We got to take advantage of all the opportunities we have while we have the energy and focus. Uh, a lot of that energy and focus comes from you know eating well. Uh, I, I have some weird food habits. You know maybe you guys do as well. My personal weird things number one is you know I like to eat dry licorice. I dry out my licorice, chewy licorice. It just goes so fast. It's gone. It's gross. I literally take it out of the bag, maybe let it go stale for, you know, two, three, four months could be as long. Right. And it's rock hard. It's this chewing sensation. It's so yummy and delicious when it's hard. A jaw exercise with a very happy ending. Right. Uh, I burn the popcorn on purpose. I don't know why it's delicious. It's gross. The carcinogen's just disgusting. I eat cottage cheese and noodles. This this must be a Canadian thing because it's delicious, but just extremely gross, and I wouldn't eat cottage cheese any other way. <laughs> Lots of people in Canada, what do they do? They put ketchup on their eggs. I think this is personally disgusting, but ketchup on eggs is uh an amazing thing that so many people like. It's great for them mayo on their burgers is that an american thing do people put mayo on their burgers in america i love eating boogers especially that's my favorite right of course no one is watching when of course when no one is watching like in bed or driving in the car let me tell you we can all see it right we're probably we're probably all guilty of it too uh, it's, you know, a Canadian thing probably, right? Any Americans do it, right? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, uh <laughs> another thing here we'll, uh, you know, get back into, right? that Canadians do that create problems, uh, that Americans don't appreciate. Uh, you know, there are certain marketing things that exist within those food products that are interesting, right? They say it's sugar free or dairy free the banks say interest free the schools say drug free but they're all lying right they they know uh sharing is caring right you gotta gotta give it out Uh, i think canadians invented eating boogers think about it right it's cold wearing gloves hand gesture you know what am i gonna do what am i gonna do just let it go right they uh, god put the the nose uh, strategically in the in front of the mouth for the reason right imagine if uh, your butt was there that would be you know a much different situation uh so you know uh we're trying to figure out here uh you know what are the right types of foods to be eating are there real food that is enjoyable you know i'm addicted to corn i'm addicted to porn i'm addicted to lorn and Saturday Night live so creating this Saturday Night Live style sketch comedy show is going to be awesome. Uh, you got to be a part of it. Uh, thank you for creating this experience with me. Uh, I am often you know, confused, confusing. Uh, let's talk about fears, right? So we talked a little bit about uh, the fear of public speaking. There are... Several people that have fears of animals, right? For some reason, spiders, just, you know, a little creepy or lizards, they're just running all over the place very fast. Might bother people. Others, it's the bugs and the spiders, right? And uh, bees. Uh, But if you are showing that fear and you have kids, then all of a sudden they're going to create that same fear. So don't show them the fear. You have to be a warrior When you are afraid of something and it's an education moment that you don't want that bad habit to be uh, transmitted down a generation. So face your fears, right? If you are afraid of snakes, go get a snake and put it around you. Get comfortable with it. Breathe through. You can do it. You can do it. Do it. Talking about girls, right? Let's see who's going to get married because they just overcame their fear. Thank you. Invite me to the wedding. So I said, uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur, right? It's how I treat my ADD. And so I am interested in new businesses. And if you think of something, uh, let me know. And let's get together and create some business. Thinking about the company's names, right? When you think about a business... A lot goes into the brand. What is the name? Think about those amazing names out there and the brands that are pushing them, right? One that comes to my mind always is Peacock, right? There's a a TV station, NBC, that then changed their name to Peacock, basically, right? And HBO Max just went to HBO, right? or not, they just went to max, right? HBO max. They just went to max. Uh, so thinking about TV, right? You have Peacock, uh, that is a TV station. What else is there? There's Cox, right? The cable company. Uh, so picking a name becomes very important for a business to get it right. And if we were to create a show on Las Vegas, in Las Vegas, and we were to, uh, create a sketch comedy show, what would we call it, right? We can't call it SNL. What would it be? So I put together a list. I searched on the websites, see what, what website domain would be appropriate for this type of show. And I thought about it. And I thought it would be perfect if we went with POV. POV. You guys know what that is, right? No, uh-oh. Play on Vegas, play on, play on, play on Vegas. What do you think? Is that good? Play on Vegas POV. It's the point of view, right? Uh, eh, no, I guess not. <laughs> so we need to work on it better. So what would be a better name if 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 Play on Vegas isn't good? I got one more here. I think this one's the winner. Are you ready? We have a drum roll. Blah, 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 blah acting with stars there you go it's not dancing with the stars it's acting with stars we have a new vegas show coming acting with stars in this show as an audience member you will have a chance to become part of the show that's right we're creating a whole new experience that is gonna showcase talent from around the world that can maybe be a new talent that exists right that gets created This could be that time to break out, become that new shiny star, and act who's ready to join us. Come on down. Join the Comedy and Entertainment Club, and let's create some amazing comedy and entertainment together. This is Mrs. Darcy Silver. Thank you so much. I have to transition now. Thank you for listening to the Love Seats comedy podcast. You can follow this glorious podcast at unlv.edu forward slash K-U-N-V forward slash podcast and Love Seats on social media at Love Seats and Real Love Seats. And that's L-U-V-S-E-A-T-S, all one word. You've been a lovely audience. Until next time, share the love.